0: 93.7 The
1: Ticket and the ticketfm.com. What up? This is Old School. The OG crew is in the house today. Jay Foreman, DP, Austin on the ones and twos, making it sound good, look good. We're brought to you by the Mercado, certified Piedmontese, special ingredients and butcher shop, located at 84th and Havelock. Every type of meat, every type of cut. A lot going on always. You know what? It's like uh, It's the dog days of radio, dog days of sports world, but... There's, it's an ever evolving uh things always happening you know with the the biggest event probably is the uh US Open going on out in LA first time uh got a little bit of husker news uh obviously always and then you got NFL news you got big news out of the NBA um Bradley Beal is is uh is out there obviously you know I'm a big fan of Bradley Beal the Wizards and he's done right by them it's kind of like Dame Lillard you know you done your due diligence and, and done your your time <laughs> it's like like Yaoming Ming, you know doing his army time time in china You're like dude that's enough Sabonis bonus and all that stuff let him go off and try to win a championship uh college world series kicking off uh friday one o'clock's the first game so uh omaha you know people up in omaha be uh be excited and obviously we feel your pain with all the people coming in and all the traffic and people that can drive can't drive um Some people playing like they can drive. So, um, you know, we'll we'll see what's going on. And then, uh, you know, they had the – I heard uh, Rico and those guys on the – Rico and Nick talking about the Netflix show of uh, the quarterback, which is interesting. You have a a wide variety (laughs) like they always do. It's kind of like they did the DP, the 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 QB1 when Spencer Rattler. You always have a superstar kind of middle of the road, somebody that's trying to get out of their own way or something like that. And then somebody, you know, like lower end quarterback, which in this case was Marcus Mariota, which Heisman Trophy winner, top three or four pick, kind of never really got it together in the league, um, but still is is pretty serviceable when he uh, played or plays. And then obviously got replaced. It'd be interesting if they follow Marcus Mariota when he essentially decided to tap out when he got benched and said, you know what, I'm going to take the rest of the season off and see how that plays out, because that doesn't fit the personality. Of Marcus Mariota, or what we've been perceived to, uh, you know, know of him, and um, you know, and there, you know, obviously, and then you know, what's what's also re- weird is uh, there's a report out of Georgia that they the, their players tally more traffic accidents. So that's a that actually is bigger than what the headline says. That lets you know that there's something within that program that's not been expressed to the players. That this is also something that could be very troublesome, right?
2: How how much how many programs do you think that actually exists,
1: especially major driving? Programs. Yeah, like that. Yeah, one. Them. Yeah. Uh, well, I think shortly after the the tragic accident, somebody else got it. like, do we need to take you guys to driving school? Like c- going because I was in,
2: I was in Charlotte back in the day. Bobby Phils. With Bobby right, Phils, yeah. I mean, literally at practice that day. Right. Um, and you knew how what the get down was, and it was David Wesley, it was Matt Geiger, it, w- it was the crew, and you understood it. And this is when, I mean, at the same time, Charlotte's going through Ray Caruth, Fred Lane, uh, Kerry Collins, and the Broken Jaw.
1: Like, it was a, it was a, it was and nobody time. learned. It was big time in a small city. Charlotte's obviously a metropolitan city now, um, and I just think it's one of those things that you know. Kirby Smite's going to definitely have to – somebody's going to have to be made example of internally uh, if it happens again, especially with this report out there, because then it will fl- reflect on him. Do you do you have control over your team? What type of culture are you creating? So forth and so on. So, you you look, they're, they some of them are grown adults.
2: And know. it's different – just be clear, it's different in Athens, Georgia, than it is in Lincoln, Nebraska. It's different in Athens than it is D.C. It's different in Athens than it is Los Angeles. It's different.
1: And it's different when you are on top of the – You are the king. You are the king.
2: Athens, Georgia, and Tuscaloosa right now is different than everywhere else in the country.
1: It's different than it was – well, Tuscaloosa has been off the chain since Nick got there. but (laughs) Athens, Georgia is a lot different than it was six years ago, seven years ago. And even when Mark Rick was there, when they – essentially gave away the the SEC championship to Nick Saban being up 28 28 nothing and lost. I still don't know how you lose a game like that, but they found a way. So, I mean, that's a little alarming and then you have a uh, Arkansas defensive tackle recruit, he, you know, got killed in an ATV accident. I think that's just uh you know, part of too much, too testos too much testosterone and not really being having a fear of what the possibilities could be and then one of the bigger things that came out today is a little bit of uh, Big Ten rankings, you know, whether it's the coaches, the programs, the quarterbacks, um, you know, um, and you know offenses and stuff like that. So we get to dig into that defense. <laughs> you know, one of the biggest thing is, is right here. Like when I just look at just at the coaches, yeah, Ryan Day, Jim Harbaugh, that's just toss them up. whoever whatever flavor you like whether you whatever like, year you whatever like regular vanilla yeah. french vanilla or whatever yeah. sorbet yeah. or regular ice cream right. right i would venture to say probably ryan day just because i'm not so uh, he is they have dom he has dominated yeah jim harbaugh yeah. and uh jim harbaugh's right now there's He's now, got two and oh street right yes. now, yeah. now now we're starting to see some fight back right but then you got brett Bielma, right over james franklin that's the first interesting one right like i that's the you, you, <laughs> illinois it's almost like you do something at illinois worth talking about now you leapfrog somebody that's been doing it for almost a decade at penn state right mm-hmm. and whether how whatever you look at penn state being on the national being in the rose bowl he's done that he's had numerous guys drafted he's had down years and came back he's exceeded expectations when the team wasn't supposed to be good james franklin was like oh well you're just james franklin right you're the funny guy bald head you know you know kane and pelly goes in there and you know does your act but we're not taking you too serious because you can't beat ohio state or michigan then just coming in hello is luke fickle now i've heard about i had to hear everything about luke fickle for the last week because my uncle went to cincinnati Mm. and so now he had he has bragging rights over miami household my dad and and (sighs) that And how good a coach is. I do believe Luke Fickle is a really good coach, but do I put him ahead of Kurt Ferris? I mean, i, I much as I don't like Iowa, I can respect Kirk Ferentz. And do I have him ahead of a P.J. Fleck? I mean, if there if there's one here that is sticking out like a sore thumb, right? Well, two to me, right? Because I think I always say the goalpost is sometimes moved forward or backwards. Depends on who it is. The first one is P.J. Fleck, right? How is P.J. Fleck not pe- up there at top? He's got to be
2: ahead of fickle.
1: He, it, well, in the Big Ten right now, he has to be even ahead of Matt Rule. Right. He Because Matt Rule hasn't coached yet. I, I think Matt Rule will next year will be right where he'll be even higher than seven. But this, to be honest, P.J. Fleck has done it here, Well, right? he's got to earn it. Right. Like, he's got to earn but it. But he's he's probably he's prob, – just P.J. Fleck needs to be up there higher. The one that's really interesting is when, you, as much as Brett Bielema has got all the credit and obviously number three. I mean, that's huge. Um is Mike Loxley, who is essentially taking a program in Maryland that's only been known for the Under Armour connection and the Erica Baju um right. uh Under Armour commercials when yeah. they first came out and had not a lifeline of football. Right. Now you had lights out, Sean Merriman and uh Vernon Davis, you know, two guys that um were were high draft choices, great players, but he has won eight games back to back at a place with no support. Um, not a football school. It is a basketball school. Hard to recruit, essentially, because Penn State is getting first dibs at that, and let alone Virginia, Virginia Tech, all these other schools that have been destroying uh, Maryland and the DMV as far as recruiting. And he is number 11 right now? I, Mike I, Loxley is number 11 coach Seattle at Maryland. at
2: 12, and Dr. Allen, Dr. Tom Allen at 13.
1: I can see Tom Allen where he's at because of how bad Indiana looked last year. Two years ago Tom Allen was up there at number seven. Hmm. But Pat Fitzgerald, right? Somebody now it's been two down years. Right? Um I thought he would be a little bit lower considering that how lethargic and unnorthwestern like they looked last year.
2: I, I I like this one for you, Jay, and it's on the text line. It says, Please explain how Luke Fickle has earned it more than rats than Matt Rule.
1: I didn't say he
2: has. No, no.
1: I would based on saying Matt Rule. In, in earning it, Matt Rule has earned it. He's done it at two different places. At a higher level than – well, let's be honest. At a higher level than Mel Tucker. Mm-hmm. At an equal or higher level than Pat Fitzgerald.
2: Well, uh, doesn't Tucker's big year rank? Like, doesn't he well,
1: get – He should be he, – He could you could make an argument with like that. He but, did it but, in the but, Big Ten. But Matt, Rule, and he- but Matt Rule's done it at Temple. And then he backed it up at Baylor. So, he's done it twice versus once.
2: I tend to erase Temple.
1: Okay, you erase Temple. He's done it at Baylor. He did it at Baylor. So, he took him from the death penalty to, to a New Year's Day six game. I mean, he's I mean, he's, right. he's it, done it on a magnitude of when I'm comparing to Luke Fickle. Uh-huh. He's done it longer in multiple times. Even if you don't give him a full point yeah. for Temple, yeah. that's that's three quarters of a point. Yeah. So, he's higher than Luke Fickle. But Luke Fickle more recently done it and Luke Fickle to be honest with you has taken what Brian Kelly and what's the other knucklehead did at uh Cincinnati and took it to a whole nother level le- yeah it took it to a whole nother level um so I wouldn't say I, I would say Luke Fickle's done it more recent because Matt Rule was employed by the Carolina Panthers before so mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that he's earned it more than 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 Matt Rule I'd just say he's more recent kind of success which at the college level and however you want to argue it is di- different, but I just say, well, Kurt Ferrance has earned it more than all of them. Yeah, he's been, I, I he's I the found longest the, tenured one in there, and has been the most consistent one. I mean, he he we we, we deduct points
2: because it's Iowa, but the reality is like his place in this, If you say in the top third of Big Ten coaches,
1: you gotta put you gotta put him up there, right?
2: He, whether you like him or not, I think he belongs up there more than Fickle. I think he belongs. Um, if you want to have the Franklin-Ferentz discussion, I'm open to it. But then he got interested. like
1: P.J. Fleck did it. Like, just because you
2: don't like dude, the same thing with Ferentz. You give credit for the work done. Yeah, and the, he's doing it in – I mean, bruh, it, it's Minnesota.
1: You know, Minnesota, when P.J. Fleck took over – well, I wouldn't say it, it's not comparable to Baylor, but at being from Minnesota and knowing – the dynamics of the athletic department for longer periods of time than the stuff that was going on at Baylor, what P.J. Fleck is doing in the football program is comparable to what Matt Rule did down in – actually, it's actually probably bigger because he's been there long – he stayed longer yeah. or he stayed longer yeah. than what he did and had to deal with that Baylor. You're talking about a toxic working environment athletic department all the way back to when Clem Haskins was there and mm-hmm. the basketball program let alone Jim Wacko Wacker took it to the depths of, of hell. Glenn Mason took it to respectability. Yeah. They jettisoned him out of there, right? And then uh, Jerry Kill did a really good job. Then he got sick, and then, it was, then they had the whole sexual assault thing of where there was like two guys there, but then they accused 20 guys there where Antoine Winfield Jr., who I know because mm-hmm. I know his dad or got drafted with I know his dad mm-hmm. very well and know the kid. Well, the dad was on national TV. He's like, "I'm gonna take my kid up out of there." He wasn't even there, and you got him his name in the paper. Right. That's a athletic department type of thing. That mm-hmm. athletic director and all the things. If you Google all the issues they had up there, so the the list is a little bit weird. I wonder where you know who all voted. And Ryan Walter. So these are
2: so these are it. media folks from all of from the all from every team in the in the area, folks who who cover them on a regular basis, right. and the meeting place in it and you weren't voting for your own okay school. So you're putting I know what I voted for and I, I found it rather interesting because I looked at it, I was like what time of day was this? Like was this during happy hour? Well, was wonder, this was this 10 it, o'clock I mean, in the I think morning? The <laughs> easiest
1: thing is let's just say Tom out the top two and the top in the bottom two are good. Okay. I mean that's to be it let's just be honest. Where would you put Shiana? Okay. Okay. So here's what I would do. Judging on recent, which is say like the last three years, mm. Pat Fitzgerald is 12. Yeah. T- to me. Yeah. Shiano bumps up. Yeah. Mel Tucker. All those people bump up. Everybody bump up. Then we could kind of get into where the biggest question is: Where's is Brett Bielema? That I got to see it another year. Because right when you could have been on the cusp of going to the Big Ten championship, championship, you dookie down your leg. Yeah. Matter of fact, you lost to Mel Tucker when they had nothing. To, well, they had everything to play for. You had more to play for. You lost it. At home, and essentially, when they had their number one receiver out, no running game, and the defense was lackluster as possible, they came down to champagne and drank champagne Mm -hmm. and tapped that booty. Yep. So, you know, a lot to talk about. We got a lot of things in there talking about quarterbacks. We'll get into that because this
2: quarterback list, man. I mean, essentially, it's going to be two
1: hours of this. So, uh, (laughs) good good first segment. Jay, former DP, old school. We're about to get after it.